Come, Holy Spirit, fill our hearts with your love and strengthen us for your service. Amen. One of the things I've actually enjoyed about this pandemic, and there haven't been a lot of things, is choosing a different painting for our worship website every week. I hope that you have enjoyed contemplating these varied works of art as much as I have enjoyed curating them. It's fascinating to see how different artists have interpreted the story of our faith over time. They often make choices which help me see things in a new way, which I guess is what art is supposed to do. This week, we have a painting of the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost by the Dutch Renaissance artist Jan Joost. The disciples have gathered in the upper room to pray and wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit as Jesus has instructed them to do just before he left at the ascension. In the painting, the Spirit descends in the form of a dove blazing out fire that alights on the disciples' heads. All 12 disciples are there, but the most prominent figure in the room, front and center, is a woman. Now, it is a good guess that this woman is named Mary, but I have to admit I wasn't sure which Mary that this was, Mary Magdalene or Mary the mother of Jesus. I had to glance back at chapter 1 of the book of Acts, where Luke names all of those who have lingered in Jerusalem, waiting on and praying for the Holy Spirit to come, as Jesus had promised them. Luke names the disciples, saying, All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer, and then he is careful to add, together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus. So, this must be Jesus' mother that Joost depicts in the painting. Mary's presence at this moment of the church's birth is fitting, and it's not surprising that Luke would include her by name. Think about how Luke begins his gospel. This is not the first time that Luke tells us that the Holy Spirit has descended upon Mary. Mary is our companion and guide on the way of Jesus from the start. From the moment she accepts God's invitation to bear Jesus into the world, let it be with me according to your word, She sets in motion everything that follows. She gives us a preview of Jesus' message before his birth when she sings her Magnificat. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Imagine the courage it took for a 14-year-old girl from a poor family living on the edge of the empire to agree to this unlikely plan. And then, then this girl has the fortitude to call out the injustice of that empire and to insist that God intends to fill the hungry with good things. Where does such spirit come from? Well, of course, it comes from God's own spirit. God has breathed the breath of life into Mary, and it is that Holy Spirit that gives her the courage. Literally, that word courage means 
heart strength, the heart strength to stand, to say yes to God's plan, to see the stakes clearly and yet not be afraid, to nurture Jesus and to watch him grow. And God's Spirit continues to strengthen her throughout her life. It opened her mind to learn from her son's teaching. It allowed her to survive the agony of his sham trial and brutal execution, to accept the truth of his resurrection and the necessity, the necessity of his ascension, and then still be here on the day of Pentecost, waiting, watching, and praying, certain that the way Jesus taught about was only just beginning to take hold in the world. God's Holy Spirit living within us can do all of that and more. If you haven't watched the Acts reading today, I encourage you to go back and do that. Joy worked with the choir and with our reader, Ingrid, to weave together the lesson from Acts and the ancient chant, which is known as the golden sequence, the Veni Sancti Spiritus. Each verse of this chant describes a different attribute of the Spirit. The Spirit is glorious light, illuminating our path when the world is dark. The Spirit is mother to the poor, generosity itself, teaching us how to give. The Spirit is God's own breath, blowing away the clouds that overshadow us. The Spirit is warmth when we are cold and numb. The Spirit is our only comforter, strength in times of trouble, peace for the soul. The chant ends with a prayer. Kindle in our hearts the flame of your love, that in the darkness of the world it may glow and reach all forever. I think all of us are in need of a dose of God's Spirit as we come to the end of this terrible pandemic year. Through all of these difficult days, we have had plenty of reasons to be afraid. But God's powerful and encouraging spirit has never been further away than our own breath. If we open our hearts and breathe God in, we'll find the same strength that Mary found to go out into the world, to stand up for God's truth, and to share God's love with others. We've been reading about the work of God's Spirit this Easter season in the book of Acts. A few weeks ago, we heard about the Ethiopian eunuch being filled with the Spirit, and then it was the Roman centurion Cornelius and his household. Both of these people were not Jews, not part of God's chosen people, and therefore outside the boundary of God's love, or so the first disciples thought. But then the Spirit came, as Jesus promised it would, and it seems one of the essential jobs of God's Spirit is to push our boundaries until God's love encompasses everyone. Now, to be clear, I think that God's love already did and always does encompass everybody, but we just couldn't see it. But the Spirit has come to continue teaching us Jesus' way, and now in the light that the Spirit brings, we can see things as they really are. We can see that God's love has always embraced all people. In our gospel passage today, Jesus calls God's Spirit the Spirit of truth. 
Now that we can see the truth, God is calling us to live it, to tell the truth, and to be the truth. If it's true that all people are made in God's image, then we have a responsibility to treat them that way. And that can only happen if God's reign takes hold in every human heart. The Spirit is our courage and inspiration to go out and to make God's reign of peace and justice and love a reality. Amen.